Hey y'all, if you're interested in starting a podcast, listen up. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easy and then you can distribute it everywhere. That's what me and Jojo use. And it's all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. It lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating it today. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money with ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's free. It's free 99. So go ahead and get started. Welcome to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo, which you already know, though. And I'm Daira. Ooh, sheesh. So some shit we're going to get into today, right? So episode two, we had our friends come through and talk about, you know, dating as a parent or dating someone with a kid. Um, So if you didn't go and see that, go ahead and listen to it. It is up on Spotify, Mm -hmm. Apple Music now. Um, The YouTube video should be up by the time prior to us releasing this episode. (laughs) (laughs) And some shit we want to get into is preferences and stereotypes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So the first thing is self-presentation, right? How do you present yourself to the world, to people, the people around you, people you don't know, people you do know? Yeah, how do you present yourself? So I would say that I'm considered a a femme, Um, but I do like to switch it up once in a while. Like, I feel like for the most part, you'll catch me like wearing makeup, hair done, um, probably wearing something tight. But sometimes I wear, like, sneakers and T-shirts, and I like to be comfy um, on some bummy, cute shit. She's got, like, that cute femme vibe, like, where it's, like, she can really overdo it and slay, and then she just be chilling. Like, I could wear no makeup and be cute and, you know, kind of wear a little baggy fit and still be feminine about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I love, I love my baggy pants. She really do. She has a whole, like, <laughs> situational setup. So, um, I'll just be throwing whatever the fuck yeah, I want. Obviously, you? you can tell. But what do you consider yourself? Okay, so now, in today's age and mm-hmm. time, I certainly, within the past few years, have considered myself a STEM. Um, however, in the beginning of my you know, whole coming out. I guess I was like pushing more onto the stud side. Mm-hmm. Uh, only because I grew up very tomboyish. Mm-hmm. Like my mom had me in cute girl shit when I was younger. But when it came to a point where so she would just put me in just regular, regular shit. But when I became of age to the point where I wanted to dress myself, I wasn't about being this girly girl. Mm-hmm. I was mostly like, I want my hair up in a ponytail. I want to wear shorts like the boys and a t-shirt like the boys. I grew up in a household full of boys. Yeah. So that was very like, that was my comfortability. That was, you know, where I felt most myself. So right now you're considered. But right now, yeah, I would, I consider myself STEM. Mm -hmm. I think in the last couple of years, I've embraced my feminine side. Yeah. Like heavily. Don't get it twisted. She wears dresses and makeup and everything. I will. I she, sure will. I ain't scared. If you go on her page, you'll see. You'll scroll, scroll and see some. You know, I'm uh-huh. not scared to be zaddy most of the time, but I will slay <laughs> on you hoes. 
you know, <laughs> sometimes you just gotta you just gotta drop in yeah. and, and show a little reminder because people be like, mm, you know, they forgot what you yeah, look like under those clothes. Listen, I am not a forgetting type. We went to her um, Christmas party for work, and we decided to switch it up. So I wore a suit, and then she wore a dress. Um, and it was Hair straight. Cute. Yeah, no, but I love wearing suits. Like. I don't know what it is that I feel most comfortable in, like, a woman's suit. Like, a blazer. I have so many blazers. I have so many, like, long, high-waisted pants. Like, that's really my shit. I don't know what it is, but I just love wearing, like, high-waisted pants with, like, um, what are these things called? Uh, body body suit. suit. But, yeah, we did switch and we was popping. So, if you want to see what it is that we look like, go on the page. <laughs> go on the page. What made you get the haircut? I wanted to do it for a while. Like the whole first, I had the back done, and then mm -hmm. I did this, and I did this because like I have curly hair, so I always used to have these little curly pieces that would come out when I would put my hair in a bun. And after a couple days of you know dirty curly hair, that yeah. shit not curly no more. That shit just in the yeah. way. So I just was like, I want to cut that, and yeah. I cut that. The back was the same thing because when you put your hair up and you know you got those extra pieces in the back, yeah, that's just like it just looks a mess. That's why I cut it in the back. Yeah, not to be easily pointed out that I was gay, but I, I feel like for the myself. for the most part, if you have that haircut, like you are probably ninety nine percent gay. Like that is a stereotype. I we're gonna get into I stereotypes. Yeah, that's a stereotype. To see a girl who has this haircut and is straight, but maybe I'm crazy. You have yet to see what? A girl with the haircut and a straight. What do you mean? I have not seen I've it. I've seen it. I have not seen I've it. I've seen it. I feel like back in the day, yeah, maybe when people would do like these crazy haircuts and stuff. But, you like, see nowadays, a lot of girls with, with full-blown haircuts. Yeah. But like, I'm gay. talking about this haircut this is There's girls who do this too I, for the I same know. reasons that I just said I didn't. But find me the girl. I will. Find me the girl. That's just because you. That's just because you have that stereotype stuck in your head that all gay girls have the undercut in the. Like if I go to the gym and I see a girl with put her hair in a bun with that, I'm like, you're gay. You're gay. You want to touch her? <laughs> I didn't say that. Oh, all right, then. Just <laughs> <laughs> want to stop worrying about what other bitches is gay. But I'm you always spotting gays. I do. I do. Does. Okay, so when I was younger, me and my best friend used to play this thing called STH. Um. It was it was spot the homo. Mm -hmm. So we no matter where we were out in public, mm -hmm. we if we saw somebody who we thought were gay, we'd be like STH. Yeah. And just tally up points, like whoever whoever got the most STHs. I mean, I guess some people would probably consider that offensive now, but my gator be on point. I think I have a gator. <laughs> Sound good. Sound I think good. I do. All right. I mean, now that, now that we've, you know, established our, how we present ourselves, dating types. Wait, did we, did we explain what STEM is? Because I mean, not a lot of people know, but like STEM is literally a combination of stud and femme. And that's how you get STEM. So usually they're girls who like wear like light makeup, but like they're wearing like baggy clothes and t-shirts and sneakers. She doesn't wear any makeup because she doesn't need any makeup. And then studs are, like, more masculine presenting. But um, today we learned, well, this week we learned that um, studs is usually for uh, Black and Latinx communities. They also say that STEM lesbians is also used by Black and Latinx people. I could see that. It's a combination of just stud. Stud and femme. Stud and femme, yeah. Yeah. All right. Now that we're done talking about me. Yeah. 
<laughs> dating types. What are your dating types? So you obviously present yourself uh-huh. as a femme because you're fairly girly without not being too girly. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. So now what is it that you prefer to date? Would uh-huh. you prefer to date someone who's feminine presenting like you, uh-huh. masculine presenting, uh-huh. in between? Like, where are we at? So as a femme, I... Well, personally, I just wouldn't date another femme because... I just feel like it will probably get a little too catty. And we're probably going to take 10 Stereotype. years. Stereotype. 10 years to leave the house. <laughs> I, um, I hear like, so much. She's going to be getting ready. I'm going to be getting ready, doing a lot of makeup. There's going to be so much mess in the uh, bathroom um, counter space. Like, I just can't imagine dating another femme. Like, I mean, unless she's, like, more, like, laid back and, like, not too crazy about, like, the makeup. Yeah, but what stuff. makes you think that a femme wouldn't be just as punctual as you? There's femmes who really do it, which yeah. I give it to them. That's yeah. awesome. Good for you. Like, just like they're stud on stud. Yeah. You know, like, it is there. It yeah. happens. I guess it really depends on the person because I feel like there's days where I can literally, like, walk out the door and not, like, get crazy with the makeup. Not take too long to right. get ready and just, you know, wake up and go. Exactly. Don't gotta do my hair. Just, yeah. I mean, I, I guess it really just depends on the person, but... Personally, I've dated more, like, studs and, like, stems. Um, like, more masculine presenting. And I, I want to say the best of the best is, is really the stems. Because you really... talking about me again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with her. <laughs> I'm saying No, it's, it's, I'm serious. Because you kind of get, like, best of both worlds. Because they could just mix it up. And... Okay, Hannah Montana. Oh, my God. Okay. No, that's you. You're the Hannah Montana. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Am I your first then? Yeah, but like, I don't know if I would consider okay, one so of have, the other people. Have you. Stems. That you know. wouldn't consider them stems? No. Mm-hmm. Because what before, like, was that a thing? Uh-huh. I mean, you came out later again. Yeah. So so the terminology that, that is up to date now, uh-huh. you obviously must have been up to date on it yeah compared to like me when i when i was coming out Mm -hmm. it was like studs were known as ags which were aggressive Mm -hmm. lesbians Mm -hmm. and femmes were like lipstick lesbians or whatever Mm -hmm. i'm sure it's more defined now and there's differences Mm -hmm. in terminology now but back then it was just as simple as that and now you have STEM. Like, when yeah. the last couple of years, there's been stud, STEM, femme. Femme mm-hmm. is obviously self-explanatory, yeah. but did you know that femme was, like... I mean, STEMs was, like, a thing? I feel like all, over time, I kind of just started, like, learning more. But in the beginning, I didn't know. And, like, when I would talk to my friends about it, they would ask questions, like, oh, so, like, what does that mean? Like, STEM, <laughs> stud, like, femme. I'm, like... Yeah. I feel We're like, still asking those questions. Yeah, like, femme is kind of, like, self-explanatory, yeah. but they would they would ask questions on, like, mm-hmm. you know, what is a stud? What is a STEM? So your, pre- your preference mm-hmm. is more based upon a little bit of a masculinity. Yeah. You can't have a femme-presenting yeah. female. Mm-hmm. Well... I mean, but I know there's a I lot of fans that only date fans. And that's good. That's, that's good for them. Listen, trait. we all need love out in these streets. Yeah, 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 Shit. Yeah. At first, again, back when I started, I was pushing towards the more stud presenting, like masculine presenting part of me. Um, again, because I was so tomboyish. So I was dealing with more feminine girls. Mm-hmm. 
And as years went by, not to say that I don't like feminine women. Mm-hmm. Let me stop saying girls because feminine women. When I say girls, I'm I, it's past tense. Now, when I've reached a point where I'm like, okay, I still like feminine women, but something about being with an overly feminine woman, yeah, makes me feel a little. <clears throat> Not uncomfortable, but not as comfortable Why? because I feel like I always have to be the man. Oh, so to say, be, yeah, I always have to be driving. Know, yeah, <laughs> I always gotta drive. I, let me get the door. Uh-huh. Not those things in particular, but that I always had to present myself more masculine than her, regardless mm-hmm. of. And it was like, even though I know that I do have more of a dominant yeah. personality. I don't want to be that by default, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, I know that I'm going to be dominant. I'm, I know that I'm going to do these things, but mm-hmm. I don't want her to be like, all right, well, you you the man, so mm-hmm. you could do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, I was, it was more so to femmes, and then I, I got in that, I hit that stage where I was like, eh, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, mm-hmm. And I would never, I would never for the longest time ever thought that I would fuck with someone who's more dominant than me. Because I consider myself fairly dominant. Mm -hmm. So to mess with the stud was like a big no-no for the longest time Mm -hmm. until I did it. At the end of the day, a female is a female. A woman Mm -hmm. is a woman. Doesn't matter how she's presenting herself, that is a woman. She so, dated every different type of Yeah, so at some point, you know, I decided to branch out. I, prior to getting with her for like a few years, I was in the whole, let me step out of, you know, this box, right? Let me be a little bit more open. Mm-hmm. So I started to get involved with studs. Mm-hmm. And... So, but at the same time, when I started getting involved with studs, mm-hmm. I was also growing into my feminine side. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I'm grown. I'm kind of over this, you know, looking studly and like being this, this tomboyish all the time. However, you know, I learned to be a bit, little bit, embrace my feminine side because again, I didn't want to keep giving off this energy that. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Yeah. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Hey. <laughs> so I did it. I, I messed with the stud and and no. I mean, they tried to be a touch me not, but I say, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna be here, mm-hmm. I I wanna play too. Yeah. Like I I wanna be a part of this game because yeah. there is no I'm not a pillow princess. Yeah. We not doing that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they learned real quick. Mm-hmm. So I had my fair share of studs, did that, and yeah, that's I realized, a stereotype that um, yeah, all studs are touch me nots. Yeah, that is a that's, big stereotype. That's false. There's some who actually like they just it's just not always comfortable to tell, and that's that was one of the things mm-hmm. that being with the femme, like they automatically assume that you're a touch me not. I, I don't you assume don't, that. Right, but some do. Some do, and I, listen, when you mess with the straight mm-hmm. girls, which are apparently known as the bicurious girls they're not straight honestly i do think that all straight girls are a little gay or curious <laughs> um those are the ones i think you you kind of got to worry about you 
I think you automatically, they automatically assume that you're a touch me not because they're like, yeah. you take the role, you take the, you And know. I, I honestly don't know why, because I feel like when I was in that discovery stage, I didn't assume that the people I spoke with were touch me nots. Like, I didn't even know that was a term, touch me not. Like, I just, I didn't learn about all of that till way later. Like, that there's girls called touch me nots, and I'm like, what is, what does that mean? Like, oh, like, they don't like to be like sexually pleased i'm like who doesn't like to be sexually pleased like, that's that's a lie <laughs> so they're like, asexual like that's like, a oh whole different ball game but yeah like in the beginning i was just like all right like this is like a we're both pleasing each other like this is like a, a yeah thing. but but had you met me years ago you probably wouldn't have gotten that why you would have got me to touch me not you're very standoffish yeah i was like oh no girl i was like yeah <laughs> um I don't know what you think you're about to do, <laughs> but you can go ahead and rest your head on that don't pillow. Tell me. Or uh-huh. I was like that. Oh no, you. But was... like I said, eventually I started stepping out of that box, and and I wanted to be more in tune and in touch with me and my sexual, like yeah. I don't know how to say that, but just being comfortable with having sexual interactions there you go but how are you able to be comfortable with that like how can i guess my question is like if if someone's watching this and they're trying to date someone who's like a touch me not like how do they approach it for the person to feel comfortable in order in order for it to be like a mutual everything has to be a conversation no matter how uncomfortable it is yeah um you have to you have yeah. to ask the questions. Yeah. Do you prefer to be pleased, not uh-huh. pleased? Like, how does this go? Yeah, I would prefer to play a part in your pleasing. Mm-hmm. You know, like I want this to be a, a tit for tat mm-hmm. and not just one way. Or yeah. like, if you are comfortable with it being one way, like these are just conversations you have to have. Mm-hmm. You can't go into anything with not having the conversation and just automatically assume it's going to get somewhere. Yeah. Because it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have the conversation, people automatically assume, okay, well, you're okay with being a pillow princess because you never spoke up about mm-hmm. not, you know, about switching. Yeah. And not wanting to share the pleasure load, right? Mm-hmm. So, obviously, you want to be a pillow princess. I guess I'm okay with that because I like being the dominant individual yeah. in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, you know, I kind of... I kind of wouldn't mind being pleased every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Not saying that I want it all the time, but maybe I wouldn't be pleased once in a while. Yeah. And people just kind of get comfortable. Yeah. They're, they, you set a, a, a routine or mm-hmm. like this idea that you're comfortable with being a pillow princess. Yeah. Obviously, then if you're comfortable with that, then I'm just going to stay. Yeah. I'm just going to stay, you know, the dominant one. Yeah. So that's just a conversation you got to have. And be like, listen, yeah, I feel like it's just so awkward for people to have these conversations, like it these is. like sexual conversations. I feel like personally, when I was in those um, experiences, not that I didn't ask, but it was just like, oh, are you comfortable with me like doing this? And I mean, if I got like a smile or like a yes, head nod, then I would just like go for it. But you kind of have to like, <laughs> I don't know, you kind of like have to ease into it and not be awkward about it. Um, That's the like you got to make the first move pretty much. You can't, awkward. you can't like not make the first move. I don't know. It's it, for me. I, mm-hmm. I didn't do it for a while because I don't like the awkward 
situations. I don't like the awkward interactions. So if I know that I'm about to ask something, I just made it awkward. Or if somebody sit here and ask me yeah. something in the middle of, of getting to it. But, but yeah, you have to get consent, though. Obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, we not having conversations on phones. That's, that's just, that's just like me. Before, like, like you wanted before. Listen, like yeah, uh-huh. like let's talk about a prior. And you know, you also I I try to be open about it too because in having the conversation, you like to think that you know what it is, like you have the answers to it, but you really don't until you're in that situation. This is why you know she'll ask me questions all the time, and I'll be like, I don't know if I've never been in that situation. I would have to know how I feel in that moment while I'm experiencing that certain situation. Mm -hmm. Right. To know. So I'm not going to say what I was thinking, but (laughs) yeah. So again, uh, back to my types. Mm -hmm. Um, It was femme. I had my fair share of studs. I wasn't opposed to it. But after my whole stud phase, I went back to femmes and I found this lovely girl where in the process of meeting her or prior to meeting Mm -hmm. her, I was getting to the point where I was just like, honestly, I why can't I just find someone who's like me, Um, Mm -hmm. someone who's who's just comfortable with being a little bit of both. Um, where I can still play the dominant, but know that I could share the load. Wow, my shirt just be looking crazy. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. right, where yeah. I can I can just share the load mm-hmm. with, um, and and it happened. Mm-hmm. I manifested and it happened. Yeah. I felt like I found a balance where I don't have to be too much this. I don't have to be too much that. Mm-hmm. I can just be. I can look look like the man and wear the pants, but flick my wrist and flick my hair. And she, she's all right with that. You feel yeah. Like? Oh yeah, she's very feminine. I'm like on the inside, fairly. Like feminine. she's more feminine than I am. Yeah. It's just, it's just like presenting. People are like, oh yeah, she's very feminine. But like, I feel like Until once I you get twerking, to, right? once you get to know me, I'm more of like the. I guess she's gonna be chilling. Yeah, mm-hmm. she'd be like, she'd be the, she'd be the um, I'm chilling type <laughs> shit. Like the very, that's the 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 man in her. But I mean, I listen. When you grow up around gay men who are just like, mm-hmm. that's that's where that comes from. Mm-hmm. Love my uncle to death. That is my motherfucking bitch. Yeah. And that's kind of where I get it from. And I am mad. Mm-hmm. So I just be a little bit more feminine than usual because it's just the gay man in me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I'm just going to say it. Take it Pretty how you much. want. Take it how you want. Pretty much so. Right. So we were talking mm-hmm. about stereotypes, obviously. Mm-hmm. And what were some of the ones that we had? Some of the general lesbian mm-hmm. stereotypes, right? Lesbians obviously dress like a boy. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. That's cap. So we're going to dub that. <laughs> um, all lesbians play sports. Yeah. Fact or cap? That's cap. I don't play any sports. I mean, I go to the gym. Yeah. And I lift and all this crazy shit, but I don't play sports and I've never played a sport. And I'm not happy about it. I wish I did play a sport, but it just wasn't a thing growing up. Like, I don't know why. I did clubs. You did clubs? Like, I was in clubs. Like, the yearbook club. Oh, that's some geeky shit. Mm -hmm. Pretty much so. (laughs) You was an Mm -hmm. academic achiever. Oh, for sure. All right. Well, that's certainly not in here. I'm just being stereotypes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I play sports and it wasn't even that like that it you played sport like 
that if you played sports, you were gay. It was if you played basketball, you were gay. Yeah. If you were a female who played basketball, you were most likely gay because a good majority a good majority of the team is fucking a lesbian. Yeah. Or softball. Softball, you had a couple suspects. Mm-hmm. You know, you had yeah. a couple prospects in there or whatever. It was a little sus. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was it. I don't. I don't think that. I never thought that girls who play sports in general were like gay. Yeah, it was just specific sports. Yeah. So you know, I, I guess I'm gonna go with cap if it's generalized. But you know, I might give it a little fact for you know mm-hmm. basketball, softball, and soccer. Yeah, because you know the U.S. soccer team got mm-hmm. a couple, and I love it. Oh, for sure. Who is the man in the relationship? Is like that is like the dumbest question that you could ask. Like when men ask that question, like so, who's the man? That's the point. There isn't one. There is no man. What's another one? Um, that studs are like aggressive and and like hard. Um, but factor cat. I don't know. I feel like most of the studs that I've come across with are soft. Maybe in this day and age. But they're just like a little soft. A little Damn, soft no respect. She yeah. called y'all a fucking teddy bear. I mean, for the most part, like, femmes are, like, the, mo- the most dominant. And then, like, studs are, like, more, like, soft. Mm. Not always. but Yeah, not always. Uh-huh. I think there's a little bit of here and there. Yeah. I think the older generation back when like the whole ag aggressive um term was around those old school lesbians were hard yeah now in this generation i feel like you got some soft jones Mm -hmm. and not saying that that's bad Mm -hmm. because it's not you know honestly i think that gives some femmes a little a little leeway with actually having a stud who's in tune with their some of their femininity Mm -hmm. um but yes, they are. They're fairly soft now. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't know who's more emotional, studs or friends at yeah. this point. Yeah. Because the amount of studs who take things so personal, so personal, Yikes. it's just like. Yikes. What a Gemini. <laughs> what a Gemini. Oh, man. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me start busting. I'm kidding. Listen, I love all equally. That's really crazy, though. Hilarious. I can't. Um, another stereotype that I have is that all femmes like to be strapped and that all femmes are like a pillow princess. I don't think, I don't want to say that all, like the whole pillow princess thing applies mm-hmm. to all femmes. Yeah. I think that that necessarily applies to straight women. Because when you, you know, in the process of dealing with a girl who's just her first time dealing with a, a woman just the whole sexual part they don't want to they they're not comfortable with taking over yeah so what did that guy say in the comments in on instagram he said something about um if she's using a strap on she's not gay she's confused dumb as fuck i feel like when it comes to to that like being strapped mm-hmm. men fail to realize that it's at the end of the day that comes off it's a woman it's yeah. coming from a woman it's removed and at the end of the day it's a woman's yeah. body and it's a stereotype again because like i said not all femmes like that like yeah. personally i'm not crazy about it mm-hmm. and yeah, and so what like honestly like so what because so many 
um, heterosexual relationships use toys and use all these things. There's men that use straps. I don't know if if for the men who've never (laughs) walked into a sex store a day in their lives, but there are men who use straps because they just need the extra inches. And sometimes girls just also just like the vibration of it. Like, oh yeah, you got straps that do things that you literally cannot. Yeah, like battery operated. Yeah. I have another stereotype that studs have to make the first move because they're like masculine presenting. Cat! I call cat. For sure, cat, because I feel like femmes are always making the first move. But you were waiting for me to make the first move. I know, but I still made the first move. How you make the first move? I mean, with the kiss, you made the first move. Ah! But that's about it. <laughs> yeah, you tried that. She said she. You heard it. But the re- okay, it's well, well, the reason why I didn't make the first move with you is because I, at that point in my life, I was just like, you know what? I'm not making the first move anymore. I'm gonna just wait. Like <laughs> yeah, I, I was just kind of like sick of it. I was like, you know what? Like I'm just. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Like, I'm not going to push myself onto someone. Like, but nothing wrong with making the first move. I'm just. Yeah, saying. but, but you, prior to messing with me, mm-hmm. you were messing with studs. Yeah. So did they not make any. No, I, I feel like I had to make the first move. So. It takes a stem. <laughs> I'm done. But like, let's say, let's say someone, a fa- like a, a female a woman has an interaction with a female just one time like does that make them gay lesbian or would they go back to just being like bi curious like okay i did the thing i I hooked up with a girl it wasn't for me you were curious you Mm -hmm. had a curiosity you went you you solved that curiosity Mm -hmm. and now you've come to a solution of whether or not you like it enough to continue doing it or you don't like it right i guess that is the terminology for yeah. it is to be bi curious. Um, but if you didn't like it, you didn't like it. I don't understand why there has to be. It has to be labeled. Mm-hmm. Like everything you fucking do has yeah. to be labeled. And well, just I don't agree with that. Yeah, yeah, like it happened. And honestly, mm-hmm. a good majority of females have all had an interaction mm-hmm. at some point between talking kissing you know cuddling maybe mm-hmm. even some sexual interaction it's happened yeah. it's happened because mm-hmm. honestly i don't necessarily want to say it's in our nature but w- women just naturally feel comfortable with each other mm-hmm. and in the process of feeling comfortable with each other i feel like we also test the limits because we're comfortable with each other like mm-hmm. i don't yeah. Like if two if you can be naked with your friend in the room, like you're not thinking, oh, like this is weird. Like, you're thinking uh-huh. like this is just some girl shit. Yeah. So I feel like you know shit like that. You, you, it's just it's on some girl shit. Like oh yeah, you know I got drunk. I kissed my best friend. Like we just do that when we're drunk on some girl shit. Yeah. A lot of people do that. A lot of females do that. But at the end of the day, is you know, yeah. everybody become a little bit yeah. curious. All females. Majority. But I've never kissed any of my friends. Like, even the friends that I had in the past, never. I don't know what it was. I just couldn't. It was just like, oh, no, girl. They're too fan. Like, uh-uh. As a female, uh-huh. it's a for fun thing. It's not in a sense of, 
I have feelings mm-hmm. or I want maybe to, wanted to go further. Maybe it's because for me, I've never tried to chase after a bicurious girl. Like, that's just not for me. I'm not here to teach you. Like, I'm not doing it. So, like, kissing a straight girl, to me, is just, like, no. like Yeah, but at some point, you were straight. It's more serious, yeah. No, it but all, it, it, I, the people that I've dated, was it wasn't on some drunk shit, like, oh, let's kiss. Yeah, but, but that's know. the difference, is you uh-huh. had intention yeah. on doing it. Yeah. But with a lot of girls, it's mm-hmm. not with intention. Mm-hmm. It's just a... Yeah, for fun type of shit. It's not yeah. with the intention of I want to do something with that. I mm-hmm. want that to go somewhere. Yeah. I'm I'm catching feelings from that. Like yeah. it's not with intentions. Yeah. It's just this I, is what girls do. Yeah, I don't know, but I I be feeling. I remember having this conversation with one of my friends, and she felt like kissing was just like way too like intimate. Like for her, it was like kissing was actually more than like having sex. And I I mean I kind of not that I kind of agree, but I got where she was coming from. Like she was like, I'm not just gonna kiss anybody. Like she was very picky with who she shared her kisses with because it was just, like, a very intimate thing. Right. And, like, honestly, if you think about it, if you're, like, having sex with someone and you guys are kissing a lot, like, I feel like it's very, like, emotional. And yeah, but are you making out or are you tap kissing? Does no, tap no, no, kissing not, no, 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 not tap kissing. Oh, well, then, yeah, that's like different. I'm not making out with uh-huh. everybody, mm-hmm. but I'll tap kiss you. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared. Did you have any other stereotypes? No, I didn't. All right. Did you have any? Nah, I think that that was it. Really? Yeah. Well, that sums up episode number three on our preferences and stereotypes. So if you guys have any questions or feedback. Or suggestions. If you want to hear about something specifically. I mean, we have a list of topics and questions that we have, but... Um, we want to hear more about you as well. Yeah, share mm-hmm. share whatever it is that you want us to get into. And if you guys have certain perspectives and things that, you know, can be educational to us, mm-hmm. please educate us in yeah. a positive manner. And no, no, not on some disrespectful shit because we're not here to do none of that. All right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, share it. Yeah. Share it. Reach out. Uh, we've been getting a lot of positive feedback lately, basically on us starting this podcast and having the YouTube and mm-hmm. and posting everything on TikTok. So I want to thank everybody for that. And hopefully we can just keep on keep on moving and grooving. For sure. And, and, and get the love that we're getting. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. You Gucci? Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, it's been trail. Keep it real. <laughs> See you next time. Deuce, deuce, mother goose. Peace.